friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We have a very, 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 very special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is one of my longtime friends, Elizabeth. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. So what is funny to me is that you've liked friends for a long time mm-hmm. and I knew the fact that you liked friends, but I didn't actually think to invite you onto the <laughs> show until you started your own little poll on Instagram <laughs> where you were asking a bunch of friends related questions. And I was like, I'm so stupid. Why haven't it? Why have I not thought of this before? I have so, some opinions. Yes. And we're both ones. We're very yes. opinionated people. Mm-hmm. So this'll, this'll be great. Yeah. So I'm excited to have Me you. Too. Yeah. Um, Okay, give our friends out there a little insight into who you are, what you do, Mm -hmm. a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, Well, I'm originally from Oklahoma, live in Nashville now, Uh, married a zillion pets. Uh, (laughs) You you didn't marry a zillion pets, you're married. Look, I'm going to be honest if I could have. (laughs) I might have, no. No, married to... A hot man uh and then we <laughs> together have four pets um i'm a coach for real estate agents so i coach them on their business and yeah pretty much hang out with my girlfriends outside of that love it yeah cool we met while we were in oklahoma got into the mm. same group together and lived apart for seven years and then Everyone found themselves back in Nashville after all this time, which is just crazy. We should have calculated how many actual, like if it was, if you had said like seven years, I'd be like 13 days, seven hours. (laughs) The exact moment I first moved away to when I finally got here. And then that's where you stop the podcast and (laughs) you stop our friendship. Yeah, that's too much. You start crying a little too. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I am. You know, I just realized I was the first one to move away. Yes. But then the, to start that where everyone else kind of then went elsewhere and then the last one to kind of close it by coming here. Yeah. So you're the one who I would say triggered my abandonment issues <laughs> and then has also healed them. <laughs> and also healed them. And also healed them. Just, I always, I'm full circle. Just, you know, it's just a full circle thing. It's the way it works. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. So we are um, almost like we're getting near the end of season two. Um, so we're going to kind of keep, keep plugging away. I know we missed last week due to, um, a little weird scheduling thing, but, uh, Llewellyn, why don't you give us the episode recap? Yeah. So this week we watched episode 17 titled the one where Eddie moves in. Joey and Chandler pine for each other, but neither will admit it, so Chandler gets a new roommate. A record company asks Phoebe to make a Smelly Cat music video. Nice. Pretty succinct. Yep. Um, I remember when I asked uh, Elizabeth to, like, which episode she wanted, you immediately (laughs) said the one where Eddie moves in. Why did you pick this one over the other one? So, not going to lie off the top of my head and I'm like skipping ahead, but because there's like more episodes with Eddie involved, mm-hmm. like I might like this one doesn't get into like full Eddie. We're not right. in full Eddie mode yet, no. but that's like all I can think. And I just laugh so hard. Cause I think everyone's had like a bad roommate at least once. <laughs> and so it's just like, 
I mean, I haven't thankfully had one this bad, but it's just like, it's so not funny. This bad. bad. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny to me. It, like <laughs> all of the Eddie storyline. So yeah, yeah. I, I had to. Okay. I had to go You're that. like, I have to go on this storyline yeah. because it's the best one. Yeah. 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 I figured you would. And I almost just assume, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, I'll give her some options just I in mean, case, you know, <laughs> um, okay. So as typical with the show friends, we start with a soft open and Joey is showing the friends his apartment. And we find out that of course he has, um, decorated the place by himself, <laughs> which I've never seen a place so gaudy. Oh, same. How would you until just... you came to my apartment? No, <laughs> no, your place is super cute. Um, how would you describe his style, Llewellyn? Like it's weird. Like what? What is like, there a style? <laughs> it's like a weird modernism, but but not in the way that's like mid-century modern. It's like no, it's very it's very Joey. It's very um, it's like he doesn't know what he wants. So he just yeah. gets it all. Yeah. Because well, it's just the like first a- time he's really had money. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's like a panther table. He's got a lamp that I'm pretty sure is Elvis, is Elvis Presley. Oh, like as the, as the base. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he just looked at something and was like, that's kind of cool. But then yeah. all together, it just looks like this. It's just a eclectic mixture of weird, modern ugly furniture honestly it's i feel like he was like a salesman's dream because like he like you said luella he was just so excited to have money yes that he was like he just like it's like one of everything so that's why like nothing matches it's so random yeah yeah that is the perfect way to put it a salesperson's dream yes for sure and as he's kind of showing things around phoebe makes a comment about her his little water window that's (laughs) essentially like a sometimes kind of like soothing fountain or whatever and she said or he said it makes him want to pee she's like well i'm pretty sure that's the goal the challenge (laughs) the challenge that challenge like who's gonna win like or win (laughs) that's the other one direction No, but it made me think right now I'm in the middle of, um, one of my goals for February is drinking the recommended amount of water ounces that you're supposed to for your body weight. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's like, I'm in that first week. And so it's a very different change than what I'm used to. Cause I never, I've never done that. And so I have never drinking really that much water throughout the day, but the last couple of days have been like, I'm up every 30 minutes because I'm just downing water. And at some point my body will like then regulate and realize that like, that's a normal intake and it won't be like, what are you doing? You know, (laughs) but, but for right now, it made me like, think of that because that's so front and center right now with my like goals. Um, but yeah, the, the, the friends then, you know, kind of announce why Chandler isn't there. Cause Joey asks, and obviously he's really sad about it. Um, you can tell that he really wants him to be there, that he's super bummed about it. Um, but he kind of like tries to turn around, you know, the tone of it. And he's like, oh, but you've got to look at this. And so he goes into the bathroom (laughs) and of course they're thinking, you know, what is, you know, oh, great. You've got a toilet. Like, you know, most people do. Um, but he's like, no, obviously not that it's the phone. And Monica is like, promise me that you will never (laughs) call me (laughs) from that phone. 
I don't get, why would you need a phone in the bathroom? Well, he's a guy, you know, but I think it came with it. Yeah, but it was totally a black toilet. Like what woman, like some guy picked all of those things out. Like before, Maybe he and to be yeah. fair, the guy that gave him or told him about the apartment was a, it was a guy. Was a guy, right? So I feel like there. he was like, "What do I need? A black toilet because you're not going to see that it needs to be cleaned as often, right? True. It's going to yeah. hide a lot of stuff. Yeah. That is true. So I'm like, the guy installed the phone for sure. Black toilets in in theory make so much sense, but yeah. they're so ugly. Yeah, unless the whole theme of your bathroom is like darker. Because it's pretty hard to find a, a a black toilet that doesn't stand out ridiculously like a lot. Just like you know? an eyesore. Like you like your what? eye immediately goes to it and you're like, I can't understand why this is here. You know? And I and I wonder if that's because we've just been so trained that, you know, ninety-eight percent of toilets are all white. Yeah. And so to see a black toilet, you're like, oh wow. Or like, have you ever gone into a bathroom where there's like a pink toilet, like a pink ceramic toilet? Yeah, I would that. yeah you wouldn't hate no, that at I all. Hate that. You would love that. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. So that's all just in the soft open. Um, and again, we we mentioned this as a fun fact a couple episodes ago about the bathroom not having a bunch of mirrors in it, which was one of the first selling mm-hmm. points when Joey originally toured that um, uh, apartment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so obviously we saw again, it wasn't full of mirrors as originally described. So, but then we hop into the main bulk of the episode. So the, you know, credits roll in and they're in the cafe and Rachel is about to serve Monica some, um, a little bit of apple pie and some coffee. <laughs> and as she's walking, she trips and the pie falls into the guy's hood, which <laughs> couldn't be more perfectly placed, um, and caught. And she just kind of combines the saucer with the mug, hands it over to Monica, and just apologizes that they are out of apple pie. And someone <laughs> cut the last just one. Just got the last <laughs> one. Just got it. She just missed it. But Phoebe comes in, and she has been discovered. <laughs> and, of course, Chandler makes a funny one-off joke. Um, but essentially, they find out that she not only is, you know, been found for a song but also a video and then potentially an album if all of that goes well um which she has a little funny shtick where she's trying to tell them like no I'm not done yet no I'm not done yet and then finally when she is done the friends are like waiting for her to say that she's done because she's turned them down in their celebration of her (laughs) uh, multiple times but Phoebe's about to make it big makes me think of um one of our mutual friends who's like but we have, we know a lot of people. What's interesting is we know a lot of people who are into music. Oh yeah. I mean, your husband does music. Yeah. Um, our other mutual friends, husband does music. And then our mm-hmm. other girlfriend like is in music as well. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny how I'm not musically gifted at all or, or talented. And here I am thinking mm-hmm. like, if I don't marry somebody who's musically gifted, he's just not going to fit in No, yeah, <laughs> because everybody else it's musically so everyone we know here is from Tulsa yeah. or like we know from Tulsa right. but they, we've all moved here and so it's funny because people are like what does your husband do I'm like what do you think he does yeah. we live in Nashville we live in Nashville <laughs> we live in Nashville of course he's a musician right uh, but um but yeah so then we move over to the girl's apartment and we 
find out that the kind of storyline for Ross and Monica, Rachel's really in the background in this episode a lot. And I think it's probably because we've been focusing a lot on her relationship with Ross, but they're really highlighting the sibling rivalry between Ross and Monica because he's dating Rachel. He's now pretty much living in the apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's there all the time. So then using the bathroom. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Between between you and, and your hubby, do you who uses <laughs> who who's in there the longest? So when we were making the move here, we went from Oklahoma, one bedroom, one bath apartment. And I said, literally prayed, like if we got a one bedroom apartment, let it have two bathrooms, which doesn't usually happen. Right. But I was like, if we can have two bedroom, two bath, that would be like the, the ideal. So Ashkan could have a studio and I could have my own bathroom. Yeah. It was terrible sharing a bathroom. Mm. So I would say I spend like more time, like just, I have long hair. So that part is just a process, but I'm not in there as often as he is. Okay. So thankfully we have separate bathrooms. So like we don't have to compete, Yeah. but that was like the dream. So he gets like the extra bedroom and I have my own bathroom. Like we both have our own bathroom, but like that was my deal. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is like glorious yeah. well and like usually even for apartments <laughs> there's only one sink so it's not like yeah. you have the benefit of even having a double sink which yeah. you know you can do in your home because you're curating it to make it what you want right. but with apartments it's not that way so then you're just stepping over each other while one's drying and the other's curling and the other's brushing oh, yeah. teeth and you know it was we do I, I get up earlier since he works from home like thankfully even when we did like I was in there by myself in the morning he was still usually asleep and in bed okay so yeah sense. thankfully we didn't have like a ton of stepping but like date night oh oh yeah I'm like okay I need to get ready by this time so he would just like finish and then I would get the whole rest of the time yeah it was okay. a scheduled yeah event. <laughs> scheduled thing yeah 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 especially when your times like we're all converging at the same time yeah. so then you're gonna want to start while I'm like in the middle of everything. Cause you don't take as long because right. you're a guy and you have short hair. Yeah. But, but going back to our, our going to the bathroom conversation, yeah. when you have one bathroom, I don't know how many times like he was in the shower and I'm like, are you almost done? <laughs> so yeah, that, that was like another challenge of like the one bath. Yeah. Ugh, don't miss that. So they pretty much have this rivalry, you know, pretty much over the course of the entire episode. And we'll see like ins and outs of their, you know, bickering and arguing and things like that um but that was pretty much the main the main piece of that it's just proving that you know Rachel got a little like flustered and Ross was being really um he kind of felt like he just went back in the day to when he was being an annoying older brother and kept like mimicking after her in a really high-pitched tone and Rachel kind of dug at him. It was just like, oh, I've never wanted you more. Like, mm-hmm. could you be any less mature in this moment, you know, when dealing with Monica? So they're both frustrated. So we go across the hallway. Um, but wait, we have to stop because yeah. like the 90s insults, but much. Yeah. Like no one. <laughs> do you hear that? Like on any current? No. Not at all. And I just love it because I was like, this is like when you fully, other than the fashion, like you fully feel the nineties, yeah. like insult, but also throwing back, like you said, there's something right on. So yes, yeah, the butt munch thing was hilarious. Butt to munch, me. Yeah, yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was like the you know, the pivotal like dig at somebody. Oh yeah. Butt munch. We've got some good new ones from our recent readings. Yes. <laughs> but the butt munch right, might even top that. Yeah, it probably tops that. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. So we go across the hallway and Chandler is sitting on his counter. He's all alone and he's got on these little barking <laughs> slippers, which are little like huskies, I think. Yes. And you can tell, you know, we saw at the beginning of the episode that Joey's missing Chandler. And this is our first glimpse into how Chandler's kind of reacting to the fact that he has moved out and he's in his new space. And Joey, does Joey call him? No, Chandler calls Joey, right? The first time? Llewellyn, do you know? Yeah, Chandler calls Joey. Chandler calls Joey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Chandler calls Joey. And you can just tell through the whole conversation, like they're missing each other. They yeah. both but won't have say things it. they won't say. Huh? They miss each other, but they won't say it. They're just dancing around it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like is typical guy, like oh for sure. Yeah. Relation. Yeah. They they want to say something, but they don't want to be the first one to say it. So yeah, it's a it's a thing. And but while they're kind of dancing around this topic, the oven timer <laughs> goes off and it dings, and they both know it's Baywatch, and they're watching over the phone together yeah. through the episode. Have you ever done that with any of your friends? Like you know, watched an episode or like binge something. I guess there's like the new version of that is doing a Netflix watch party. Yeah. And I only recently found out about that, mm -hmm. but I just feel like not to insult anyone, but like, really? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I I don't know. Um, I think cool. So I'll cancel my invite for you next week. you notice that's why I didn't accept no so what's funny is like when he said that the first thing that came to mind was back in the day when Monday night football came on Mm -hmm. I used to unplug the landline so I wouldn't get bothered so that's probably why I'm not the person (laughs) who would like do a Netflix zoom because I hate when people talk through like yeah tv or movies Mm -hmm. like it's one thing if it's like one comment or something like that but like just to have a conversation yeah so I make Ashcon pause it like yes and Mm -hmm. I'm like okay have your statement or or I'll make him rewind it if he's talked over it and he's like wasn't that important and I'm like it it is I need to see every second of it oh my gosh me and you are so similar that's yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah back in the day unplugged Lily in line but no never done like a like watching together thing okay like I wouldn't even watch the Super Bowl with people because it's like a social event for them and I'm trying to watch the game and I get so annoyed okay and then people expect you to be like talking and like yeah yeah and I'm like yeah Yeah. (laughs) be quiet so no I wouldn't I wouldn't pull the Joey Chandler watch Baywatch on the phone together what about you Llewellyn um I've never done like a phone call that just seems weird to me like I can't focus on the phone call and the tv at the same time yeah um but I've done like texting like uh you know the the millennial thing to do um while you're watching something just texting back and forth about it my friend me and um, you have done that oh yeah hundreds of times my or nicole my friend um nicole she's actually watching all of the marvel movies right now um oh yes and so the other night she was watching uh what was she watching iron man 3 um we were supposed to watch it together but i couldn't go, come over so i told her to just start it and i would like catch up as soon as i could turn it on and we texted the whole movie, but mostly because she, you know, had questions of what was going on. So, um, right. but yeah, I've never done the phone call. I, I don't, I don't get, I get why they did it in this like instance, you right. know, cause they're missing each other and it was their way of bonding, but yeah, that would annoy me to be on the right. phone and trying to watch something. 
we, um, me and you did that with um, Extraction um, on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And during um, quarantine. During quarantine. <laughs> it was a quarantine thing. So you're like, you can't go out with anybody That's anyways. Fair. You can't come over. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have, but everyone was just, it was like right at the, it's right at the beginning. It was like right at the beginning April. where it kept getting weirdly extended. So you're like, I don't know what to do here. So you just yeah. kept yeah. like, you know, whatever. So, um, but we were like, and then I called you immediately as it ended because I needed to like talk to you fully about like what we just saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, during like on the phone would be, that would be harder. Cause then you'd be like, yeah, it would just be, it'd be an interesting. I feel like it'd be like, like me listening to somebody else breathe on top of, cause like yeah. I, none of us would be saying anything. Yeah. Right. But yeah, no, I feel like it's a very like 2020 thing yeah. to do because yeah. it's like, well, we can't see each other. Right. Only back then they didn't know what they had. Right. They could watch that's true. TV. Again. Yeah, that's true. Um, And of course Chandler makes a comment about Yasmin belief being, you know, the one to watch, so to speak. Um, now I know he did date in real life. The, um, who was it? Llewellyn from the, from one of the first episodes with the blackout. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't well, remember. You're not talking about Jill Goodacre. Jill Goodacre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jill Goodacre. Yeah. yeah. She was they dated in real life. In real life. Uh-huh. When? Cause she's been married to Harry Connick Jr. For like ever. It was. Cause even in the credits, it on. says Jill Goodacre Connick. Oh, on it? that episode yeah weird yeah okay Maybe but he did he dated yasmin bleeth because Maybe that's who they mean yeah because he dated yasmin bleeth because that's why they joke about it because he has such a like he always talks about how hot he like how hot he is how hot she is no that's what he doesn't do he yeah. doesn't talk about <laughs> no, how he hot he is at all um which he is he's total babe i think so i like chandler <laughs> yeah he's our favorite oh chandler's my favorite yeah one thousand percent yeah um Llewellyn we found a friend that wait, doesn't look lost. she's wait she's the first oh, friend that I loves like Chandler that. no but oh. like but like as oh, like, as your like top, your favorite like, I was like everyone oh, else Ross. is like oh for sure Ross we're like what <laughs> no How? Ross is funny but no Chandler is like <laughs> the king like he is funny in every episode yeah. 1000 yes. yes yes he's hilarious yeah all right maybe, Lynn, maybe she's a keeper maybe she because Jill, maybe yeah. I'm getting my facts mixed up. Check the credits on that. Jill, Jill, I'm stuck in an ATM festival. Jill, We laughed about like Joey's ability to interpret, you know, <laughs> know. Like, in that moment. And then also when Ross's tongue swole up with the kiwi lime pie, yes. and he's like, he interpreted that too. We haven't gotten to that episode yet, but I think yeah. that's episode season two, episode seven. Have we done that yet? The one where his tongue swells? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, we did. We did. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's a weird day, guys. But Joey interpreted that one, too. Okay, so right. Joey has the gift of interpretation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, He also, so they get into this little, like, then we do really quick scenes in very quick succession where it's Joey talking to the girls in their apartment uh-huh. about but we had the best conversation on the phone and mm-hmm. you know, when he like, he wouldn't move back and the girls are like, of course he would like, I'll bet. Or they're in the cafe. Yeah. Of course he would like, just, if, just to ask him. Yeah, yeah. Just of course, girls just yeah. talk to him. I'm yeah. sure he'd want to move back in. And then we zip right on over the guy's apartment where <laughs> Ross is like, 
I know for a fact that that he's not moving back in. We saw him in his new place and he loves it. He's so happy. And he's of course Chandler. He's decorated. He's decorated. <laughs> Chandler's he look. He can't go back. <laughs> As if it was like, that is the, <laughs> and once again, we come across this friends running gag where they're constantly talking about relationships, but they swap the type of relationship that they're in, but they talk about it as if it's another. So mm-hmm. of course being roommates, but the whole time they're referring it like to it as they're like dating. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's just a rebound roommate. That's Mm -hmm. never going to last. Well, of course they're referring to real relationships, but they always do it where they kind of swap it out for something else and make it seem like something that it's not, but all in the right context. It's just funny. Because you need to accept that you're, you're just friends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way he delivers it too is so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're consoling him and, and just one is saying, go back. And the other group is saying he's never coming back. So just move on, you know? Um, and so we go to the studio and Phoebe's recording and she finds out she's got backup singers, (laughs) didn't quite realize where they were coming from. And she's not loving the, I don't think it's like a mixture of not loving the sound, but also thinking that maybe I think what she's trying to get at is that the sound doesn't match the tone of the song, Mm -hmm. which it doesn't. It's very different. It's not Phoebe, but she, she makes it as if like, you don't care enough about the cat. Like I'm not (laughs) feeling that you care about this cat. Yeah. And then once she realizes how much the studio per minute is costing, (laughs) she like, all right, let's wrap it up. And then, you know, kind of, you know, finishes that out. I like that comment that she said, like, oh, I thought they were just watching me, you know, like at an aquarium. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't say something like a museum because that's what Ross does. Oh, yeah. You know, for, like, it's a better tie-in, yeah. Um, but yeah, wouldn't that be, Phoebe's mind is just so funny when it comes to things like that of just no, no clue, really. Yeah. But she always draws the right, that would be exactly what it would be like if you were standing on the other side of glass. Yeah. It's just her realize what they perception were doing. of, yeah. Yeah, which is so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to the girl's apartment and Ross is on the phone and is kind of just taking over the apartment again. And we see that Rachel isn't there mm-hmm. at this moment because it's just Ross is talking super loud about no, it's not this type of dinosaur. You would have seen it in the, you know, the type of um, you know, bone structure and things like that. And of course, Monica was taking a nap. So she comes out and is super frustrated. And he gets a call from a, a girl named Joanne and or Joanna and realizes that he's like, yeah, sure. She'll call you back. Okay. Bye. And then, you know, back in the old days, you needed to ask for a number because <laughs> there was no caller ID. There was no, you know, Texting. like call or call back, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure something like a star six, nine, yeah. you know, maybe existed, but maybe it didn't, you know, just with technology and stuff. I think in the nineties it did because that's okay. how I made all my prank calls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then Simpsons too, right? Like Bart okay. always made, I think that was maybe star 67 is maybe before that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, you know, hangs up on Joanna realizing that, you know, Monica needs the number to be able to call her back, which just further exasperates her anger at Ross. And then he gets another call and pretends that it's Richard (laughs) on the phone, um, Monica's boyfriend. And she gets on the phone asking if she's left something at his place. 
and it's her parents, it's her mom, which is Ross just being, he was so excited at that His moment. His dance was oh, the yeah. best. <laughs> he was like dancing and catching these oranges that she's like haphazardly throwing at him, you know? Um, but he was, he was like his ultimate like little revenge for her being so mad at him mm-hmm. for taking up the phone. Um, but even just from like, can you imagine that? Like you, 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 you hear your daughter asking her boyfriend, who's the same age as your husband, if, if she's left stuff at his place that, you know, it's just like such a weird, like little caveat of him being so much older than her. But um, we go back to the guy's place and okay. Joey's leather jacket. What's so interesting is how a cut of a jacket makes it so much like tells you how old it is. Mm. Cause Joey's jacket was so nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, very box cut, mm-hmm. not a lot of like side angle, like zipper things or like a lot of detail. So it looked very nineties leather jacket, nineties Wilson leather. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whereas now like guys who wear leather jackets, you're like, that's super cool. Yeah. You know? But his leather jacket was just it, cool then cool then probably cool then. yeah but but now you're like that's vintage that's like a dad leather jacket yes yeah or something that you would buy ironically at a vintage like etsy shop yeah i don't know the style. 90s are in but i still haven't seen that yeah that's true it's, i haven't seen that cut, i think it's so hard yeah i feel like it's like the 90s can come back a little bit but not that there's some things we've left where they belong yeah <laughs> Yeah, some some fashion trends never resurrect. Yeah. I think it's because we know better. But quote Taylor Swift, come back stronger than a 90s trend. There it is. <laughs> That's yeah, there it is. Um so as he's in, he realizes that there's a bunch of boxes. Joey's going there to ask Chandler if he can move back because he's gotten all the encouragement from the girls to yeah. just ask. And now he realizes that. There's someone else living there. We meet Eddie for the very first time. I I have this thought based on Eddie's personality and Joey's quirkiness. So in this episode, Joey's portrayed as very like sentimental, relational, which he is. I I think he's one of the best of the friends when it comes to actual loyalty. Mm -hmm. He sacrifices so much for the, for the group in his own separate ways. But I feel like in a normal day to day, Joey and Eddie would make great roommates. Based on Eddie's like unique weirdness and Joey's never sort thought of about that. I never had until this, like until watching it this time around. I don't know if I agree. I I don't know. I think it's like one of those things. Like I have opinions on like, maybe like who should have ended up together kind of things, (laughs) but it's like, I cannot see any other path. I know they're roommates, soulmates. Well, no. And I know that. And I would never, and I would never, I think you just blasphemed friends. Oh no. (laughs) Llewellyn, are you going to kick me off? I, I can't see it. I, (laughs) and I think it's because I email us and let me know I'm right. (laughs) I just don't, I mean, I think it's just because Eddie is Eddie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) how else do you describe him? He's not the best person in the world. So you're like, I wouldn't want him to be with any of them. Right. Well, and that's what I'm trying to overcome too. Cause like, obviously I wouldn't either. And like, 
if Chandler never got married, obviously I'd want him and Joey to live together forever. Oh, like for that was sure. one of the saddest days when, the when they end up together. It's like, it's the change that you want in one storyline, but not the change you want in another. So I, I get like, and I don't like, I'm not a person who really loves change anyways. So I obviously wouldn't want any to stay on full time, but just their personalities. I'm just like, that'd be interesting. I could, I could see the more of a contrast because Chandler and, and him are like so different. But for some yeah. reason, I was like, if it had to happen, it'd probably work better with Joey. You know who I could see ending up together? Who? Eddie and Janice. <laughs> oh that that's fair. a mind twister but it makes sense like they're so because he's so possessive and so yes, is janice that's so true yeah and their laughs are both very annoying yes that's true and like you know how like couples start to look like one another when they've yes. been together like i feel like eddie and janice like kind of would like yes yeah you're right i don't know i just see that Eddie, his look reminds me of your husband. Oh God! Oh. Not well, in like, well, <laughs> not attractive wise, but Eddie's like just. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe it's like the maybe it's like the hair or the the ethnicness. Maybe yeah. maybe that's my only context. Yeah, maybe that's it. My husband is attractive, so I'm just gonna call that out. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel stuck because I'm a friend, but I also support and agree. Yeah. That he is sure. objectively attractive. Well, I mean. So so obviously Joey is kind of hurt and he takes his little moose hat and <laughs> you can already see how like the the show writers have started to like loop in Chandler and Eddie together as like relationally connecting because Chandler makes the joke to joey oh you i didn't know you had moose in your hair and mm-hmm. it's his hat and eddie of course had, with his horrible laugh um laughs at that and you kind of realize that they're sort of showing that relational formation is happening to make joey like less excited about it so um we go back over oh yeah we go back over to the girl's place and now joey is telling the girls that he's that he's already got a roommate and that's where Rachel says he's just a rebound roommate. It won't last. And it won't last. It's not going to last, of course. Um, but the main part of this scene is where Phoebe comes in and <laughs> she is really excited because the video's done and she wants to play it for her friends. She plugs it in. It starts. It's a horribly cut like video. Like it's just really yeah. quick scenes, like homeless people walking by and this lady throwing her cat out the door, which that looked like a real cat. I know. I was surprised that. Was there like credits at the end that said no, no animals were animal. harmed? I know we didn't watch for that, <laughs> but I was like, that moves like a real cat. I legitimately think she threw a real cat, which to me is surprising. Yeah, but there's so many things. I think we talked about this the other day, like things that happened in the 90s that just did not age well. That like, that's true. Now that we're rewatching on like Netflix, yeah. we're like, you know like you tense up because you're like so used to like political correctness like jumping in which some of it is definitely warranted but yeah yeah, that's one of those things didn't age well no yeah no I was like I'm surprised that wasn't like a fake cat or something but yeah um so they start playing and all of a sudden Phoebe opens her mouth (laughs) to sing and it's a completely different singer 
And the friends are like, you know, their reactions kind of tell it all. They're like, oh no, like this is horrible. And and Phoebe's like, oh my God. And they're like, I know. And she's like, I <laughs> sound incredible. Like she now I get to hear what you guys hear. <laughs> now she has these unrealistic expectations of what she sounds like. But do you guys realize that like the way that you sound, I think that's why we hate ourselves when we talk in video or like when we hear ourselves in audio, because when we're talking, we, we hear ourselves one way, but when it's recorded back to us, we're like, oh God, I oh, it's sound the like worst. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which having a podcast is not helpful. When <laughs> that's, that's, True. <laughs> that's all we do. Um, Hope you all like the sound of our voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think video, I, I wonder if singing is the same way. Like, I think if they're singing, I guess we should ask your husband this when he, you know, features mm-hmm. on here of like, as he's singing, does he hear himself differently once he hears himself recorded versus mm-hmm. in real time? Um, so I can speak for myself because <laughs> I don't know what Ashcon would say, but for me, I sound incredible when I sing, <laughs> yeah. when I hear myself sing and I'm That's like, so true. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, why wouldn't he feature sing? you as like background voice? Like duet, or, yeah, you done. know, like Faith and Tim, <laughs> like we could be going places. And then Johnny Swim, something. You know, and then when I like have recorded myself, I'm like, how? How is it that bad? <laughs> Not on key at all. So yeah, I, I don't know. As someone who sings. Oh, you sing? She was trained <laughs> classically. <gasps> Um, but she also does, obviously, you know, obviously, obviously the other kind as well, but obviously. what the other kind, the non-classic, the non-classic, you are talking me up way more than you should be. <laughs> um, but as someone who sings, like, do you feel like your voice is the same listening to it in real time versus hearing it recorded back? Oh, hundred percent. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yes. It was like, oh, wow. <laughs> then maybe I do sound better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also think that we're our biggest critics. So, right. you know, I, I can sit at the piano and play and sing something probably 10 different times and every recording sounds different to me than how yeah. I actually sing it. So, right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, I was just curious cause you know, Phoebe's listening to what she thinks is herself right? and it's definitely not herself. And yeah. It that would definitely, clear. she was way in the wrong there. Like Phoebe, <laughs> that is not you. No, it was not even in the same brand of singer. No, no, no. But I think like her, what's so funny to me though, is her facial expressions in the video matched like what the, what it sounded like seeing though. Yes. So you're I right. think they did a really good job with that yeah. like, part because like, like when it'd be like gritty or grainy or whatever, she would like scrunch her face. Like, like she was really getting after it. Yeah. So I feel like it matched facial expressions, but we just know what Phoebe sounds like. Right. Th- what they probably did was they probably recorded the sound artist first and had her do the video based that, on that, that song, sense. as opposed yeah. to filming the video on her own music and then mm-hmm. basing the musical artist off of her yeah. lips. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, but because I thought you were right too, especially with the influctuation of like her voice and the tone changes and like different riffs higher. Mm-hmm. I was like, it sounds like it looks like she could be singing. Like yeah. they did do a really good job. So that must have been how they were. Like if it. we had never heard her before. <clears throat> yeah. I might think it was her. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agree with you. hundred um, percent. 
So we're back at the guy's place. Joey's visiting again. It's in the morning. Eddie is making eggs <laughs> and, um, Alla Eddie, Alla Eddie, Alla me. And Joey just kind of loses it. Um, he finds out that he likes his eggs. Joey, uh, or Eddie has to go. And so he leaves the room and then Joey starts talking about juice and trying to like relate that. And all of a sudden he's like, we're not talking about juice anymore. As if he's going to say like, this is about our friendship. But then he goes into, this is about eggs. <laughs> like they can't even as guys like make it like, no, this is about our relationship. Like they just can't even do I that. I feel like I've been replaced. Yes, yeah, exactly. So he goes into this whole like, whose eggs do you like better? You can't just, you can't like two different eggs. It has to be <laughs> one or the other. And he's like, and so Chandler kind of, you know, obviously he's catching on and speaking the same language. And so he's like, well, you took your eggs elsewhere. Like you think I wasn't going to find different eggs. (laughs) And so they get into this really large argument and it doesn't really, you know, end well, you know, Joey's eggs aren't here anymore, which is really sad. So uh, we go back over to the girl's apartment again, and it is just the continuation of you know, the Geller dimension as, as Rachel so lovingly referred to it as, and she mentioned like, I, you know, like you two are driving me crazy as if she's like the mom of the group. So she literally leaves to get out of the space that they're in. Um, but it really leads to kind of a, a cute little moment between Monica and Ross, because I, I think, you know, just based on the context of this episode, um, or this, you know, talking point that he didn't really realize how much Monica like was not a fan of his growing up. He just had no clue that he was the annoying older brother. He's thinking this is fun. This like, is a game. Yeah. Yeah. I get to annoy Monica. Like we're jesting. It's kind of like it's we're it's all in good fun. Right. But she's like, Ross, I hated you when we were kids. Like I loved you, of course, because you're my brother. Like I have to love you. But you, all you did was pick on me and make fun of me and, and do this type of stuff. And, and I really didn't like you and get everything you ever wanted. Yes. And Ross, like for a minute, just can't really comprehend, you know, that, that, that would bother her that she didn't get anything that she wanted. Do you think also it's the, the other dynamic that's playing into it is that Ross was the miracle child and like, you know, was the favorite of the parents. So that playing into like on top of everything else, like there's resentment. Right. No, totally. (laughs) Like getting deep. (laughs) No, but every, every so often there's episodes where they have these type of real life talking points you know like of course it's a funny show and they keep it you know surface level a lot of the times but then they'll throw in these random relational you know contexts where it has some real life application and you're probably right it's probably multiple things Mm -hmm. uh how could how could she also champion her brother when she's so looked down upon by even her own parents Mm -hmm. that why would she you know she's always being made fun of being put down not being you know, encouraged in who she is and giving like a good self-worth. So then like, why should I also give you all the love when like, I'm not feeling any of it? Yeah. So that makes sense a lot. Yeah. Um, so they have like a really good moment where like, okay, you can watch your show. And then she sort of like softens <laughs> is like, you know, if you really want to, you can watch that thing that you want. And he's like, all right, cool. Hey, like you just like 
he probably should have not, but you know, as a way to like end that scene funnily. Yeah. Um, every time I say funnily, it's like, it's not even a word, but fun, <laughs> funny, fun, funnily, funnily. To end it in a funny way. I know it, it's, that's probably the grammatically correct way to say it, but funnily. But you're from Michigan. It's okay. It sounds, <laughs> it's not, it's not your fault. It sounds very, I don't know. I'm just trying to like put stuff together. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, so we go back to the cafe and Phoebe has found out that it, and she cannot believe it. <laughs> yeah. Someone else is using her voice or someone else is, is her voice in the video that she got a paper from her, you know, agent or whatever saying that she could sign over the rights to sing this song and of course, Phoebe being Phoebe, she's full of, you know, self-integrity and just the auth- authenticity of like singing her own songs. Um, and she's obviously really upset by that. And the friends have to, you know, feign disbelief because they're like, no, what? Just like <laughs> brand new information. <laughs> yes. They have to pretend like it's, wow, they had no idea that this was, you know, this way. Um, So essentially she essentially, you know, she says no, that, you know, she's not going to do that. And that was pretty much that part of the scene. There wasn't a lot more in there. Am I right? Except that she talks about like, oh my gosh, she's smelly cat. The song has so many levels. That's right. (laughs) That was my favorite cat, favorite cat, my favorite part, because she is like talking through it. It's like, you know, they're just treating her like, like a stinky dog. Oh my gosh, she's smelling. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that that was great because like, I don't think anybody would have connected that, but the mm-hmm. fact that they did that, it was. And it does show Phoebe's character. She yeah. is very inclusive of, of other people. So the fact that she would think about the other person's feelings rather than hers, like what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause this is a dig on her. This is a great thing for the other singer. Yeah. They're getting paid. But she <laughs> thinks that like, they have maybe tricked her into performing this way yeah, and in their own, with their own agendas. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case, but it would be Phoebe would be the only one of the friends that would, you know, think of it that way and put someone else's, you know, own, you know, well-being or sort of agenda above her own. Yeah. But we see that like in other episodes too, like with like the financial gain that she got, like kind of early season. Yeah. The yeah. uh, thumb in the pop can. Yeah. And the um, extra $500. Not, not mine. Not, yep. <laughs> if you spend phone. it, it's like shopping. Yeah. <laughs> but every time, even if I was happy, I'd hear not, not mine. Not, not mine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. But that's what I love is that they carry those like character themes. It's not like a one time yes. thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they had a moment, but like it's consistent to who they are. Yeah. That's why I like when we talk about our like when our friends come on and they give us an explanation of who they think they are as a friend, like which friend they are, which we'll get to at the end, obviously with you, Elizabeth. Um, But I think like, because the characters have so much depth, they're not just the stereotypical version of themselves that the show portrays. They always have deeper characteristics, which, you know, uh, I think it just makes those more serious moments of the show make sense and not seem like it's so not on brand yeah. for the show. Um, okay. So then the final scene of the main part of the show is we go back to the guy's apartment and this is the very beginning of the breakdown of the Chandler <laughs> Eddie roommate blending. Yeah. Cause we find out that one, he doesn't 
quote unquote play sports, <laughs> which is just foosball. And when he hears the, you know, oven alarm go off, Chandler's super excited because it's Baywatch time. And Eddie, like, can't comprehend why he would like a show like that. <laughs> yeah. Very, seems very, like, hipster of the day of, like, it's just pretty oh, sexist. Yeah, it's just mean? pretty people running around. And Chandler's like, uh, Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's the beauty of what it. What are you not getting? Yeah. It's like two different worlds are colliding in this one like little moment. So he decides, I'm just going to go read in my room a little bit. And Joe uh, Chandler obviously is, you know, watching the show, but then they have this little montage of the friends being apart. So Chandler's mm-hmm. playing foosball by himself. Joey plays ping pong one sided. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, just sing it a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when we'll prove the point that my that was, yeah. is better when we'll I play this it. back. Yeah. Let's auto tune it a little. We'll have your husband do some work on this episode and just uh, yeah, fix your voice. Um, but you know, Joey's also watching the show and looks over at his second, you know, lounge chair and realizes that like Chandler's not there. And so it's just this little montage of the friends being apart and, uh, Chandler's looking out his real window while it's raining, which again, (laughs) classic nineties. Yeah. And, um, for the theme, you know, for that music to be playing. Um, but then we see Joey looking out his fake meditative window, (laughs) which is, is just a really funny moment. But I like how it's like, until it pans out, like, I think you're assuming he's also looking (laughs) out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he has a window that he could look out and it'd be actually raining outside, but to think through it through Joey's lens where it's just so funny to think that he would be staring (laughs) inside his own apartment through like a windowed glass. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's cute. So. It's very him. Yeah. All right. Anything else from either of you guys about the main bulk of the episode that maybe you didn't get to mention in the scene or missed before we go to the tag? Nope. No. no? Okay. Um, so the tag was really short, but it's essentially Phoebe back on stage doing her classic smelly cat song. Um, but she has the friends do a little sing along. So there's just enough friends or just <laughs> enough lines, but not enough friends. So Ross gets left out. Chandler shows a little bit of hesitancy to show his singing skills. I'm sure that was a a moment in all, all of their acting careers wise, where they're like, do we really have to sing, you know, for people who are not singers? Yeah. I think like if I was an actress, I'd be like, do I really have to sing this part? You know, it kind of just shows it as like, it's just, it's a layer of vulnerability that non-singing actors probably show that they're like, "Eh, I wasn't really loving that. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm thinking like, do they get stage fright in other areas? Like things that yes. they're not as comfortable with? I would imagine, you know, like mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is my wheelhouse. Um, or is it like, oh, no big deal. Like, yeah, not that they're going to elect to do it. But I think they've had other musical, like where they're like, but I'm, you know, yeah. like they do, they, <laughs> yeah, they've yeah, done yeah. that a couple but of I'm, times. Um, so, but never have sung before. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. Cause there's like, as an actor, I'm sure that you disappear into your character. If you're like a really great actor, that's kind of method or like, I can pretend to be somebody else, but to show my real vulnerability, like singing is a very personal thing. Like you either can or can't sing. Yeah. Acting is a little more subjective. True. Objective. Sometimes sing. singing, Sometimes can singing, be. Is, singing can We've be too. We've all seen American Idol. Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're like, oh no, like I can act, but like, because I can't sing, this is really vulnerable. Yeah. 
So that's just an interesting, I just had a thought that I was like, I wonder if they were like loving that scene or like this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I think cause it's like, they, it was more like talky singing. It wasn't like yeah, true singing. True. So I feel like that's easier because You're like right. no one expects it to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So that is our episode 17 season two. Um, now we obviously are in kind of our post-show wrap up. So we've got our episode rating system. Llewellyn, do you want to go first on your rating for this episode? Sure. Um, I think I'm going to go with Unagi. Right in the middle. Um, I like it. Right in the middle. Only because, I mean, I like, I don't even know how to describe this. Um, it wasn't like a, like a pivotal episode really i mean yes joey it's the first episode where he's like not with chandler right Um, and i think like that is important to like you know in their relationship and whatnot but nothing like super exciting happens or like super um like plot moving Yeah. yeah so it's not like a standout episode um and like we'd already mentioned earlier like eddie is introduced but we don't fully get the extent of Eddie just yeah, yet right. yeah. um so it's it's like it, it was a good episode but it's not like one of those ones that stands out by any means in my opinion yeah yeah that makes sense um I think I would um rate it a how you doing um which is just a step above you I would agree with everything that you said because it's it's not one of those episodes that when you think of friends, you know, like when you watch The Office or when you watch Friends or New Girl, there are certain episodes that you just are like iconic to that series. 100%. This isn't necessarily one of those, but I do think that in the relational aspect, we had a lot of movement between Joey and Chandler. Uh-huh. And a lot of the times because they're subsequent subsequent characters, we don't get as much with them. Um And we also had development with Monica and Ross. We had a lot of like relational dynamics happening in this episode where typically there's one storyline that's more funny throughout the whole thing. That's like a running gag throughout the whole episode. And then there's another that's different. We see a little bit of um, just character development just for Phoebe, just you know, we, we've said this already, but the last several episodes have not been very Phoebe driven. So the fact that there was like a main plot point that had Phoebe in it, and it was like the development of her singing and just her integrity of like, she wanted her own voice to be on it. And obviously we'll see this storyline continue a little bit further, you know, moving forward, um, not for long, but there's a little bit more that, you know, kind of comes out, but um, I would just step it up just a little bit from yours, just for those, just for those elements, just the relational happenings that, that went on. Yeah. Elizabeth, does that, does that give you enough time? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I would say I'm with you guys. I, I think for me, it's more, we were on a break because mm-hmm. same reasons. Like, so even when we were talking about this, like before, some of the Eddie dynamics, like I was thinking they were happening in this episode, but I'm like, Oh, so what I was thinking of was actually in another episode. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even remembering as clearly as I thought this episode. So that's another, I'm like, I don't want to say it was forgettable yeah, because obviously we're introducing Eddie and things like that. But like some of the, like, I think the standout moments with Eddie and the Eddie Chandler dynamic come later. They do. Yeah. So I think for me, um, yeah, like 
Uh, I think with like Llewellyn um, moving forward, it was like not moving the storyline forward as yeah. much. But I think we see that more in like the next yeah, few. You're right. So, but yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. Like we're all in the same, but you yeah, know, just to right. be different. In the middle, yeah. We were on a break. Yeah. Well, which which is funny because I think the last couple episodes, Llewellyn, you have ranked lower than me and normally I'm the cynical one <laughs> when it comes to our rating but over these last couple they've flopped and I think that might be just typical of when what I normally rate seasons of shows normally uh-huh. the second season is better than the first mm-hmm. and so maybe I'm just getting into that like oh this is better because there is a little bit more development because they're yeah. not just trying to create the baseline which is like all of season one and yeah. any show really they're trying to get you hooked you know and they do a good job yeah for sure so all right so then um you have been acquainted with our (laughs) which friend are you segment so we obviously do this with all our guests the very first time they come on the show um and so which friend elizabeth are you i'm monica 100 well i'm gonna say 98 (laughs) percent because mine is the cooking and cleaning so i'm very type a Mm -hmm. but i'm not i'm not like in the crazy like cleaning everything you can't move anything out of place mm-hmm. but even like in the things that I say the way that I process information how like she responds to people like just pretty clearly across the board yeah yeah would you have any hint of any other characters like type of personality as like a as like a secondary I think humor Chandler um yeah and I, I, it's hard because like sometimes, like sometimes Phoebe, because like earlier when she said um, in this episode, when she had said, um, well, if you don't like it, none of you have made a video. <laughs> yes. You did look over and you're like, I would have said that. I would have life. said that in real life. Because <laughs> that's the thing is like when, when like uh, my husband will like criticize like a musician, I'm like, well, they're making more money than you making music. <laughs> So <laughs> what else you got? Like, yeah. I'm like, don't criticize people who are doing it. You yeah. Know? Like, right. But, um, so yeah. So, uh, but in general, like, yeah, Monica and then humor like with little bits. Yeah. yeah. I can actually see you being Phoebe in the sense of like, she is very, um, she's very independent thinker. Uh-huh. Um, and I think just, I think you have some of those qualities of like, she is always the truth teller in the group. Uh-huh. And I think that you bring that element to your friendships as well. Like you're not really one that's like, I'm going to pad your like, <laughs> yeah, no. sensibilities. I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. And like, sure, it might suck. But, like, <laughs> I'm gonna t- but it's because yeah. like, you can't help it. But it's always for the best. It's not in like a, and I think no. Phoebe, we see her as somewhat of like a, but like she's, yeah. She is, but like, she's also, I remember one of the very first episodes, Llewellyn, me and you have mentioned this too, when, um, when, what does she say about like, they're moving in or something and she's like, I just don't want to do it. Oh, like her reaction. I'd love to help, but I don't want to. Exactly. That's, yes. yeah. I, I, I feel I'm like so you have person. some of that. So I would feel like that could be a little like 1%, like 1% maybe. Oh, for sure. And then I do think yeah. the funny okay. like humor yeah. as well with Chandler. I think, yeah. I think you're like a quick 
like quick-witted too, yeah. um, which is different than the Joey type of humor. So I do see that, but yeah. definitely like, yeah, 98% Monica, <laughs> one Phoebe, <laughs> one Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that because like, yeah, I don't, I have like strong boundaries. And so I'm like, if I want to do something, like I'm all in, mm-hmm. but like, if I don't, like the last thing I want is for anyone to be like, you're here. Cause I'm like, I don't want people to show up out of ab- obligation because yeah. they feel like, so I'm like, I'm not going to like, yeah. if I'm going to do something, it's cause I genuinely want to. Yeah. Um, and I'll have a better time when I'm doing it. So yeah, right. 100% like with that. Um, but I think years ago that was like, came from like, when people are like, Oh yeah, we should, yeah, for sure. We should totally do coffee. And then it never happens. Like yes. it got to the point where it really bothered me. So I just stopped, stopped. doing that. Yep. yep. Um, like not, me to say, too. not to say that I never like do it. Cause sometimes it's you, you're well-meaning, but yeah, but yeah, I think in general, I'm like, but you don't do it as like a way to end the conversation yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 Cause that is kind of the, like, yeah, we should hang it. It's like a way to like easily get out of a an like, interaction. We both know it's never going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, I have stopped doing that too. So that's, that's yeah. funny. Um, okay. So that's great. So it's like those two characters, the, little, the two little cherries on top. Yes. And then you're mainly Monica. Yeah, for sure. In this, in this cocktail of friends. For sure. Cocktail on the rocks. And you've got two rocks in there, Monica or uh, Chandler and Phoebe. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Basic. Um, okay. Last one. Recommend to a friend. Um, since we had you go last mm-hmm. for the last segment, why don't you go first this one for our recommend to a friend? What would you recommend to our friends? Um, so I'm a big reader. So I feel like I got a new book, Business Made Simple from Donald Miller. Super good. Mm. Um, talks about characteristics of a value-driven professional. Um, I'm super mm. into like hiring, into like leadership, excellence, business. It's a great book. Nice. Business Made Simple. Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. Mm-hmm. He's nice. a Nashville guy too. So oh, makes cool. it even better. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Donald Miller. Um, my recommend to a friend would be also a local Nashville, um, but it's completely different and not, um, self, you know, building up at all. It is a local brand called Loyal Strickland. Oh yeah. They created, um, this rucksack, which is like a backpack, but it's got Mm. the kind of roll on top. It's all leather, like handmade goods from this small, like little local shop. They originally lived in Alabama and then have moved to Nashville um, before I moved here, but I still get compliments on my bag all the time. It was one of those things where you look at the price and you're like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to spend that much money on a backpack. But in my efforts to try and find something that even remotely mimicked it, because it was exactly, it looked how exactly what I wanted. Like yeah. in my mind, when you find something that matches, you're like, oh my gosh, it does exist. That's it. Yeah. But I was like, but that is expensive and I can't justify that. So I started looking elsewhere and it was like a combination of like really fake, bad pleathers or similarly priced but not as pretty. Yeah. So finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the plunge. I waited for like a sale. Cause you know, yeah. every once in a while they'll do 20%, 25% yeah. or like a black Friday. And I took the plunge and I did it super expensive, but I, I literally use it every day now. Cause it's my work bag. I just yeah. use it for work, but beautiful, like handmade leather, le- leather goods. Um, loyal Strickland Strickland is his last name. So loyal. 
um, is not his first name. It's just the brand name. Fun fact. There's a guy at work named first name loyal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that I even had that like thought to like make it like, no, that was not his first name. But I didn't realize it would be a first name. Well, yeah, someone. it didn't occur to me until you said that. I was yeah. like, I actually, worked with the guy. actually, there is a guy named Loyal. Named Loyal. Okay. Well, his first name is that. It's Michael, Michael Strickland. Mm-hmm. But local handmade leather goods, small business. So if you like that kind of thing, go check them out. They have crossbody bags, wallets, big and small for guys and girls, um, backpacks and rucksacks. They use um, hats. They make wax canvas goods as well. If you're If you're more into that than like, you know, leather. Sorry for all my vegan friends out there, but they're not vegan products. So I apologize. Um, I personally don't care, but I apologize to those of you who do. Um, so yeah, highly recommend Loyal Strickland to a friend. So, all right. Anything else? Thank you for coming on. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I like cannot fun. believe that I haven't. Like, <laughs> you love friends. Like, duh. I mean, and you binged it with your husband during quarantine, right? Um, I mean, this, we've watched it like so Before, many times. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we watch it. Like we literally will go the end of this series and uh-huh. then start like same day back at one. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's who we are. It's almost people. like you have to, cause you're like, it ends and then you're and like, you're not I need to ready. like, yeah, you're yeah, never ready. You're not ready. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, next week we'll cover the one where Dr. Ramore dies. <gasps> Do you like that for dramatic yeah. effect? It's like, is she breathing in? Does she have asthma? <laughs> That's what it was. Inhale it. Uh, all right. Sign us out, Llewellyn. Help us finish this well. All right. We will catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.